When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Tuesday, May 10th, and uh, <clears throat> hopefully you were not as depressed as I was yesterday. It was an absolute bloodbath yesterday. Um, Dow down thir- at 32,000, NASDAQ 11,000, S&P broke the 4,000. That was the big one. We had support at 4,000 just because it was 4,000, but it broke it, 39.91. Um, Apple, 152. I, again, I, Apple seems to be holding up better than everybody else. 152 isn't horrible. Uh, you know, Amazon is back to its price um, pre-pandemic. I was looking at that yesterday. I brought that up. Google, pre-pandemic price. Microsoft, kind of at that price as well. Um, these are, you know, again, great companies, great earnings, great growth. So up to you, whether you buy them, I I think, you know, again, I don't put these in the trade category. Um, Amazon in my mind moved to the trade category. It's kind of a way, um, they have to do some layoffs. They have to do something about their cost structure, uh, just to kind of be on the move. Um, but I wanted to start off with a story about yesterday um, that, that is probably an example of exactly what everybody else is going through. So I need pine straw. I live in Atlanta, and pine straw is kind of a mainstay. If you don't know and you're up north, it's uh, the mulch of the south. <laughs> um, we do use mulch down here every now and then, but pine straw just seems to be the, 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 way, of the, um, the way it goes. So uh, pine straw... I called up one place and I think 50 bales was like $285. Um, and that was with delivery. There was a $25 delivery fee, which they never charged before. If you ordered like 40 bales, they gave you free, but there was a $25 delivery and then a $15 handling fee. <clears throat> so kind of weird because they're not laying it down for me. There's no handling per se, but kind of told them, hey, just put it in the back. There's a $15 fee. I figured that's, that's enough for it. So I called up a second company because I thought, mm, maybe I can get a better price. Um, second company, they don't do by bail. They do by roll. Uh, they announced, hey, each roll is about two um, bales. So uh, I would need 25 bales, instead, ro- rolled bales, instead, rolls instead of bales, sorry. And then the lady goes, yeah. And, and I said, oh, great. And the price came out to be about $10 less. And I said, fantastic. Let's do it. So she starts writing up the order. And then she goes, oh, by the way, we have a $25 delivery fee. I said, okay, no problem. There's a $15 handling fee. No problem. Mandatory labor fee, even though they weren't doing any labor other than delivering, because I didn't ask them to lay it down, of $15. Okay. So I'm still kind of at the same thing. They were delivering it sooner, so I was okay. And then she goes, oh, by the way, we have a $30 additional surcharge fee. I said, okay, you're charging me almost $100 in fees. That's about what it was. 
Um, she said, yeah, that's what we're doing. And I said, yeah, that's a little bit too expensive. She hung up on me. Plain and simple. Hung up on me. Um, just kind of goes to show you, I, I, my belief is that all of those fees are probably just the cost of doing business. Um, you know, it, pine straw here in the, in the springtime is the big time. It's kind of like the Christmas of the retail trade. So, um, I, I, I listen, totally understand it. You're out there, you know, these guys work hard. They're trying to make their money. I get it. Um, I went with the first one for $285. So ordered online. Don't know when it's going to get delivered. They say three to seven days. We'll see what happens. Uh, but that just shows you, I think that $285 was probably about 220 this time last year. And the year before it was probably about, um, 200 cause nobody was doing pine straw back then. Um, nobody was laying it. Nobody was delivering it. Nobody was doing anything. So they were doing anything to get the pine straw out because they expected this huge influx and people were just kind of sitting at home. So um, I thought that was kind of interesting and kind of just displayed exactly what's going on with inflation. Now, with that said uh, about inflation, I want to go into what's going on with the oil market. Essentially, yesterday, oils were down big time. I mean, we're talking about 10% on Devon, 10% on Chevron, 10% on Exxon. Huge, huge downturn on energy yesterday. Um, I did not get out of my positions in energy. The downturn, in my mind, was temporary. Um, they were down because uh, the Saudis said they will bring oil prices down. My view yesterday was this can't happen. Just talk. They wanted to move the markets. So what comes out today, there's four big things that, that hit the gas, uh, the gas market, essentially, and, and the energy markets, I should say. Those four big things are gas is hit an all-time high. The old high, 433 per gallon. In the U.S. is now 437 per gallon. Again, remember, oil prices came down. Why is gas prices going up? Hmm. Kind of uh, the way the world works. And uh, remember, this is not just an oil price in America. This is an oil price across the world. So this is nothing that, that is manipulated by Americans. Um, we, we are seeing fewer production in this country. Um, then previously kind of probably means the oil companies are not drilling in what they need to drill at. So, um, don't know exactly what that's about, but again, uh, prices at an all time high, less production and a shocking, shocking, um, news from a conference. The Saudis warned, uh, about the energy capacity of the world and OPEC not being able to produce enough. All of a sudden, they announce, you know, yesterday they want to bring it down, being the good guys. Now somebody says, hey, we may not be able to produce enough. This is what I'm saying. When China opens up um, and you get an increase in demand like China needs for energy, uh, you're going to start to see these energy companies just soar. There's going to be more uh, demand than there is supply. And so... Oil, everything like that, you know, renewables, you can go renewables. I mean, you know, QCLN QCLN is a stock that I have, clean energy. Um, It's an ETF. I know there's several out there. This was just one that I picked up um, years ago and I'm uh, up in it. Let me see. Uh, Let me lock into. So QCLN, I am in 
Average purchase price, $20.62. Today, it's at $49.02. So, um, it's a, you know, again, I think I picked it up because they held Tesla or something way back when, and that was kind of my, my cue in for that one. You can do your own research on any of those clean energies if you want to, uh, or if you want me to, just let me know. I'll kind of pick several out of a bucket, but <clears throat> that's just the one that I have. Um, energy is so bad in Britain that they're warning that because of, uh, if there is a ban on Russian oil, that heating oil in the f- um, fall uh, may actually double. And, and that's a double from last year. They doubled from last year, and they're going to double again. So Britain's already warning their residents, hey, get, get ready for future um, price increases on, on, on your heating. Uh, Japan is so bad because, remember, Japan has to um, import I think 90% of their energy they import, um, they're asking uh, residents to conserve energy by turning off toilet seat warmers. Absolutely 100% true. Look it up. They also asked their residents to turn their air conditioning to, I think it was 29 degrees Celsius. I didn't write the Celsius number, but I did the calculation. It's 82 degrees. Um, Again, this is why energy is a good investment. Occidental Petroleum. Reports after the bell today. Um, this is a Warren Buffett favorite. I own a bunch of it. I lost a. I I was positive on this one. I will tell you. Let's look. I was positive. I lost eight percent, a thousand dollars on this one yesterday. I was up to even. Probably was thinking about selling on Friday because it was even. Didn't sell. Down eight percent. My Devon Energy. Just so you guys are aware, I'm only up ten percent now. I was up 20%. I lost 11% yesterday. Um, that's coming back. I'm not too worried about it. I'm probably holding on to that one. But Occidental Petroleum, they do report. Let's look at them in the algorithm. Uh, we had a buy an Occidental uh, at 57.78 back on May 3rd. Kind of told folks to buy. You're at uh, 59.12, so you're still under 60. I think it's still a buy. Honestly, I think it's still a buy. Um, and speaking of earnings, Simon Property Groups yesterday. Remember how I told you this one? I thought it was a buy. We're still a buy here at a 123, which was May 5th. So we're not up there yet. Um, let's see where we're trading at. I think it was, yeah, we're at 120 in the pre-market. So we're not where the algorithm wanted us to buy. So you still probably have some room to up to the upside. Um, essentially they announced their earnings are up. They gave incredible guidance forward and they raised their dividend that these days, all three, uh, the only thing that they could have announced that would have been even better was a huge stock repurchase program. They got, uh, you know, the triple instead of the home run, uh, crazy, crazy good earnings. Um, so let's look at, uh, Oh, one of the reasons, you know, one of the, the shocking things you're seeing, by the way, um, Dow and NASDAQ just took a huge leg up for some reason. I don't exactly know, but both are uh, up over two, 200 points in the implied open. Um, Apple, Microsoft, Google, and Amazon completely beaten up yesterday. Um, all look like they are up 2% in the pre-market. Apple had a sell. I posted that on Twitter. Um, we had a sell for a loss. Um, if you had bought on the other one at 158, you sold at 152. I would have told you, don't sell it. 
um, you know, 152 is kind of a crazy thing to to sell for a loss because you're going to open up your 155 in the pre-market. It hasn't turned up um, to get a buy in the uh, in the the algorithm yet. Amazon is still a falling knife. God, if we only would have sold at 3,000 like the algorithm told us to. The algorithm told us prior to earnings, sell at 29.64. Oof, could have saved a lot of money that way. Um, let's look at Google. And again, I just, I, I manage G-O-O-G-L. Um, you're still a buy actually on this one. It looks like it's going to probably, it might not turn down here in the, the pre-market because it's up. Um, but 23.60 was the, the buy. Uh, today you're at 23.10 in pre-market. Yesterday you dipped down to 22.50. Um, let's look at Microsoft. Um, this is one that closed at 264 yesterday. You're at 270 pre-market up 2%. Um, so again, I think those are, those are great buys. So we've gone over the, uh, those ones. Another one that that I want to say is an absolute buy is NVIDIA. Um, NVIDIA yesterday, and I didn't look at this. Let me look real quick. It isn't a buy in the algorithm. Ironically, oof. Uh, This was a buy at 196. You're still in that trade because the MACD had that much to fall down. The RSI is at 30. Um, At 169, let's look at NVIDIA. because NVIDIA's uh, P.E. ratio is 44. Let's look at them in FinViz um, to see what the forward P.E. is. And they're, so their forward P.E. is 25. In my mind, um, that's probably a, a, good, uh, a, good, a, a good P.E. Let's see. Yeah, this is crazy. So I heard this yesterday and I couldn't believe it. But the forward PE of NVIDIA is 25. The forward PE of Clorox is 28. Who do you think has bigger growth ahead? NVIDIA, a chip maker involved in AI, involved in self-driving with cars, involved in the metaverse, or Clorox? Who's got a bigger growth capacity? Um, again, I don't know which one you would want in your portfolio, but in, in my portfolio, and again, I am probably riskier than most, but I want NVIDIA and the forward PE is what the market is looking at today. Now it's looking at earnings and blah, blah, blah. NVIDIA is looking at a slowdown, um, in chip, um, because there's going to be a glut on the market. Um, but long-term I just, again, I can't imagine that this one's crazy. Um, but NVIDIA, in my mind, is a buy. Um, let's look at Bitcoin, Bitcoin GBTC. Uh, I want to point out this one because uh, it was one of the final trades yesterday on, um, I think it was the halftime report with Scott Wapner. Uh, GBTC, you're out. You're not in. That MACD isn't coming anywhere. But the RSI is at 24. Um, this one is up 3% in the pre-market to 21.60. Closed yesterday at $20.90. Um, again, I, I might play this one for a short-term kind of trade. 
um, and, and, you know, just play, play this one out. Um, it might be an opportunity, by the way, Occidental has some, some pretty good action going on right now. Um, they're in an upward trend. Uh, yeah, they've gone from 59.23 to 59.80 in a matter of one minute. I got the one minute chart on. So, um, I think that's a great one. Uh, Peloton absolutely getting killed in pre-market. Um, they closed at 14. They're now trading at 12. Ironically, they were trading at 10 this morning. Could have made 20% on this just in a beaten down stock. Um, they shot up. It looks like at, at nine o'clock here, the candle is crazy. Let's see what the candle says at nine o'clock. Um, high is. 14, they're all over the place. Um, but yeah, they closed at 1413 yesterday, kind of at their low. Their low during the day was 1406. Um, but crazy, crazy action in Peloton. I would not touch this stock, um, but it's kind of interesting. Norwegian is up. Um, uh, let's see Norwegian. Let's see if they're a buy in the... Uh, uh, What's Norwegian crude? Uh, NCLH, there it is, sorry. I had a brain fart there. Um, you're out on this one. It's been falling. Uh, the RSI is at 23. Um, it's at $15 in pre-market. Let's see, NCLH. Pre-market, they are up at 16. They closed at 1595. It's been on a steady climb. They announced that their cruise levels are back to um, uh, pre-pandemic. So they're, they're cruising uh, pretty much like the pandemic didn't happen. My parents are going on a cruise in two weeks. Let's see. I, I don't know if that it's Norwegian. It's something else. But uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, so let's look at, oh, Upstart. UPST. This is a crazy one. I'm a fan of Upstart. So for those of you that don't know, Upstart is an AI loan company. They use artificial intelligence to, um, instead of your credit score, mainly for loans. Uh, this was a huge, huge stock. Um, 52-week high in October. It's 400. I think I went over this one yesterday. Uh, it announced earnings, and they are down to $33. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy story. Now, um, their earnings per share, they are making money, but they announced that they're not you know, going to make as much money. These, these, you know, there's 26% short interest in this. Um, <laughs> 26%. And these shorts are making out like kings. I mean, short, you know, if your short is down 50% in a day, oh my God, you're making a ton of money on that one. Um, if I were in a short in this one and I had gotten in short at 300 and now it's at 30, I'm getting out. Uh, how much further do you need to go down? Um, I, you know, is, is there a short squeeze in this one at some point? Who knows? But I wanted to bring that one up because it was, uh, kind of, I brought this one up, I think at 90 and said, hmm, this one's kind of interesting at this price. I think it's really interesting at 30. 
Um, you know, again, earnings per share. Um, let's see. Uh, but the market is not trading this one like, uh, you know, a stock. Their forward PE is 22. Um, their PE right now is uh, 54, negative 54. But it's crazy. Um, you know, let me see upstart in TrendSpider. Because if I can look at their insider transaction, um, let's see, the most recent, yeah, all their insider transaction are sales. Um, General Counsel sold 8,000 shares at 672,000. So there's insiders getting out. Um, CrowdStrike, PanW, you know, they're all kind of going up today. I think you'll see a lot of green snowflakes going up. Um, you'll see a lot of green in the market today. This is what one of those bounces looks like. We had one last week. You might go up a little bit. Um, Qualcomm, AMD. Let's look at Qualcomm. Uh, Qualcomm, you were out yesterday. So you were out. There was a um, a buy yesterday. Or I'm sorry. A buy on April 27th at 136. You got out yesterday at 134. Um, that MACD kind of crossed down. The RSI is at 41. I still say Qualcomm's a buy. Uh, let's look at the Qualcomm forward PE. And by the way, I look at forward PE on finviz.com. If you're not researching your stocks on finviz.com, look at it. Forward PE is 10 on Qualcomm. Let's look at AMD. Forward PE on uh, AMD is 17. And again, I bring up NVIDIA. NVIDIA forward PE is 25. So Qualcomm is crazy with a forward PE at, at 10. Uh, this is a crazy, crazy good value. Um, I think they have a 2% dividend. Let me look at what when their um, dividend date is. Their ex-dividend date is on June 1st. Um, and let's see what their dividend is. Uh, I look at, and the dividend yield is 2.22%. So again, <clears throat> get that dividend with Qualcomm, wait for it to go up. Um, I, I don't know that we necessarily saw a bottom in this one, but you did ride this one from 135 all the way up to 150. <clears throat> so you made your 10% after the earnings. Um, you know, again, the algorithm kind of got you out too late just because of the steepness in the sell-off. And that has nothing to do with the poorness of the algorithm. Um, if I go to the daily chart on Qualcomm, I, I would, you know, again, long-term, I think Qualcomm's a buy here. Um, you've got this gap between 138 and 153. At some point, that 153 is going to be covered. And when I look at earnings, you've got Back in July of last year, $1.92 per share. November, $2.55 per share. February, $3.23 per share. And in April, $3.21 per share. And that $3.21s with increasing um, all, of the, uh, all of the cost increases. So, I, again, I think Qualcomm's a quality company that you can invest in and not worry about. Facebook, under $200. Um, you've got, obviously, some, some issues with Facebook, some some iOS things. Um, you've got a gap here between 177 and 193. That was their earnings jump up. 
Um, I don't know that you're necessarily going da- back to 176. Uh, you might be with the way that the uh, the market's going, but your RSI is at 43. <clears throat> it's under 200. I, you could wait for this one if you wanted to. It's up uh, just above 200 now in pre-market, so um, I would say stay away from it and and just wait till it's under 200. Today's not a day where you buy and, and, and get into something that, that is as speculative as Facebook. Facebook is just, Facebook, Amazon, they're just kind of ones that maybe you trade every now and then. GBTC is probably one that you trade. Um, one that I've been looking at too is, and, and remember it's a podcast favorite, Cleveland Cliffs. This is one that has just, <laughs> whoo. It got you in. Actually, you're still in this one. No, it get it'll get you out on the morning candle. But twenty six eighty one on May fifth, so last week, uh, it got you in. Oh, it got you right out in the next candle. So you'd still be out on this one. The MACD is crossing down. The RSI is at twenty five. Um, again, this one when it goes under twenty, I, I I think I said this way back in um February, under twenty, buy it. Wait until it goes to over 20, make your 10, 20%, sell it. But Cleveland Cliffs is a great one. Um, let's look at uh, a one that came up yesterday, American Electric, um, Electric Power, AEP. I don't know much about this company, but I did see the CEO and I liked him uh, on Mad Money last night. Now, the ex-dividend date was yesterday, so you're not kind of, getting the dividend. Um, let's look at their dividend yield is 3%. So it's post-dividend. You're going to see a little bit of a downturn like you did yesterday, but it kind of held up yesterday. Um, this is one, what he announced yesterday that I really liked was they're building the largest windmill farm in the U.S. Um, they're an electric company that was selling coal and using a lot of coal, but they're moving to renewables. And I kind of like that story. So AEP is one that I'm, I've kind of got on my radar. If you look at their, um, let's look, their 52-week low is $80 in, back in um, uh, December. Their 52-week high just in April, April 6th, 104. Uh, it's trading at $100 today. So you, don't, you only have 4% between you know, this and the high. And, and you just had the dividend next date. Um, of five nine, so there's not a real catalyst in this one. But what I do like about this one is, you know, again, it, it has climbed pretty consistently um, over a thousand candles. The algorithm gets you eighteen percent, and the asset performance is twenty nine percent. So uh, it's it's pretty good in that respect. Um, but I liked my more like that they're moving to renewables. Um, Let's see. Uh, energy plays. LNG, Chenier. Obviously, a great stock. Has run up um, completely. You did have the ex-dividend date yesterday. So you don't have the dividend. But I, if I remember right, the dividend was minimal. Uh, yeah, 0.98. Um, it's trading at 135. The 52-week high is 150 um, back on May 4th. So last week, it's at 135. Um, let's look at the forward PE on this one. And this is a liquid natural gas company. And, and again, natural gas, we're going to be shipping a bunch to Europe and LNG Schneer is the one that's going to take that one. Their forward PE is 11. 
I, I don't exactly know how to gauge that one. Um, but ENB, which is uh, Enbridge, which is a, um, a pipeline company, their forward PE is 13. That's a great one to, uh, to, to, um, to invest in. EQT Corporation, which is a, a, another energy and gas, their forward PE is 6. They traded down yesterday. Um, PXD, which is uh, Pioneer Resources, uh, their forward PE is 9. Um, you look at, uh, shell S H E L and their forward P E is six They're trading at, uh, you know, CVX, uh, Chevron, which just gives you money back forward P E 11. Um, that's a great one. Uh, they, they return their capital and they keep their costs down. And as, uh, energy goes up, you're getting more money in your pocket. So. Again, Occidental. Let's look at Oxy with their forward PE. Occidental's forward PE, 8.43. Why is that not 11 like, like the other you know, premier um, ones? Is it because in previous you know, earnings reports, they had cost issues? And, and you know, again, Warren Buffett saw an opportunity with this one being run correctly moving forward. So their PE might move up to 11. You might see this one shoot up 10% in the after hours. Who knows? Um, but I, I think today Oxy is your play. Buy it when it's under 60, buy it. Let's see if it's under 60 right now. Um, it's probably not. Everything's been moving up. 59. So it's moved down from 60 to 59. $59. You put in your bet at, I think, $59. I think you see that today. I think, shit, I think 57 you might even see today. So, um... Okay, sorry if you heard some some in the background. They're aerating my neighbor's lawn. So energy is your play. Oxy is your play. CLF is is you know wait until I tell you kind of to do it. Um, let's look at some of the shippers. Uh, so Zim, which is one of my favorites, um, was down significantly. I think yesterday. Yes, they're down at sixty one. Uh, let's look at Zim's forward PE. Um, their forward PE is four. Uh, let's look at them in the algorithm. Zim in the algorithm. Uh, was it a sell yesterday? Um, it looks like it might have. No, didn't quite get a sell, but you were in at 56 on this one. You're still in, and it's 59 today. So, um, their earnings are coming up on the 17th. So, next week, their earnings are. Um, you know, remember last time they announced a $17 dividend on this one, will they announce something similar? That's the gap that you've got up above this. Uh, looks like they're going up into earnings, but yesterday just the market took them down. Let's see the, um, oh, I think I do. I'm going to pause this. Hold on one second until he's done with the air rating. Okay. He's not done with the air rating, but I think my microphone was, um, bouncing on that one. So hopefully you can't hear the aeration, but Essentially, Zim, um, they're, they're, you know, 10 day is 4.2 million, 90 day is 4.6 million, P ratio 1.53. Um, you know, their, their earnings are coming up. It is a buy at 56.51. You're trading at about 59. Uh, in pre market, you're at 61. Yesterday's day range was 56 to 64. Okay, he's paused the uh, air raider outside. Good to give you guys an update. I should really videotape this, um, throw it on YouTube, but for another day. 
Um, but Zim, uh, you're in at 56, trading at 50, 61, uh, closed yesterday at 59. It was not as hit yesterday as most other stocks, but it did trade between 56 and 64. 64 seemed like at the beginning of the day, again, I think in a healthy market, you're going back up to 64 at least on this one. Um, uh, first quarter on Wednesday, May 18th. Oh, they announced, wait, Zim Integrated announced today that the company released its first quarter 2022 financial results on Wednesday, May 18th. So it's May 18th um, before the bell. So you have to buy it before May, you know, 17th. But that's Zim. Another favorite is DAC. Um, DAC traded all the way down to 79 yesterday. The day, day's range yesterday was 77 to 82. Uh, it's trading now at 80, 82. So let's see it. DAC on the, uh, <clears throat> on the algorithm. Are you in? Yes, you're in at 82 and it's trading below that. So you're at 79. Um, their earnings are coming up on May 24th. So uh, that's a good one. SBLK, Starbulk, um, Carriers is another one. I may be forgetting some. You're in at 30. It's trading at 27. You don't have a sell, but you probably will have a sell today on this one. Um, so I would stay away from that one. Their earnings are coming up on May 24th. So it's after the other one. So if you wanted to get in, I think this one will shoot up with the others. Um, but you still have positive momentum on these on the 200 day. So trading the trend, positive 200 day, I think you get in. Um, some financials, Bank of America, you're under 40. Remember what I said of Bank of America under 40, it's 36. Uh, when they announced their earnings on April 14th, um, the CEO said the consumer is strong. Our bank accounts are strong. Our balances are strong. Everything was strong. Why is this one going down? Just because it, it, it goes with the market. Um, and again, they're trading. I think I, somebody brought up that they're trading at one to book value, one point something to book value, and they haven't traded like this in, in years. Um, so again, if you, if you look back on this one, we go back to the weekly and we look at the weekly. Um, we are back to levels that we saw in, um, right before the pandemic, it was trading at about 34. So you're getting back to pre-pandemic levels on this one. And by the way, when you look at the weekly, it's still a positive, um, on a 200 day. When you look at a weekly, the death cross just happened. Uh, I'm sorry, a daily death cross happened on April 13th. And ever since then, it's just been sliding. Uh, it's below its 200 day. So, um, you know, will it, it hadn't traded below its 200 days since, uh, it looks like it did a slight dip in September, 2020, but ever since then it's been on an upward trajectory and the 200 day, you know, you got this gap here between 29 and 30. Um, you also have a gap here between 24 and 26. I don't think you're going back to fill those gaps. I think prior pandemic levels of 34 is probably where you'll see the bottom. Um, but let's see. I, I do like this one in the financial space because, again, this is Buffett's largest, one of Buffett's largest holdings. I like this one. Uh, AXP American Express, uh, they announced fantastic earnings. Didn't matter. Um, they're trading at 163 uh, in the pre-market. And AXP, let's look at their forward PE. Let's look at them versus a, um, their forward PE is 14. 
Let's look at them versus Visa. Forward PE of Visa is 23. Forward PC of MasterCard is 25. So AXP, and, and that's with business travel. I don't know. If you guys know business people, they're traveling again. I'm going on another trip into this month. Um, Phoenix. I'll be in Phoenix. So if anybody's in Phoenix, give me a high five while you're out there. I'll be at the Cardinal Stadium working a Major League Soccer event. So um, I think those are those are good ones. Again, today I would trade Oxy, um, Freeport McNamara, uh, which is uh, commodities. This has been killed, killed. This is a, a stock that you're out of right now. You would have been out of, but um, this is a commodity space. FCX is the symbol, um, and they are. 52 week high 5199 back in March 52 week low $30 and 2 cents um it is trading up today from 35 to 36 yesterday traded between 35 and 36 um you're opening up at 36 this is one the catalyst i don't think there's a catalyst coming up they reported earnings um which must have disappointed i don't know the details of it but it must have disappointed because they've been going from 44 all the way down to 35 um, I think it was that copper prices are going to um, level out, blah, blah, blah. But let's look at the uh, daily on this one. Uh, see that when the death cross, death cross isn't even close to happening right now, but it's in a just a deadly spiral. Um, if we go back to pre-pandemic levels, uh, pre-pandemic levels were about 12 on this one. So you've tripled your money even pre-pandemic. God, you could have gotten this one at $6 uh in March of 2020. So um the earnings definitely look like they're they're shooting up. I mean, you know, again, 39 cents, 51 cents, 77 cents, 89 cents, 96 cents, a dollar seven cents. So it's consistently been increasing um their earnings per share. Uh so that that's one that I really like too. Um UPS. Let's look at UPS and FedEx because UPS was beaten up yesterday as well. Um, one eighty one thirty five. You're in this one, by the way, at one eighty one sixty five. So, um, let's look at UPS here. The, in pre market, they're trading at one eighty three twenty, so it's up slightly. But if you put in one eighty one sixty five, that's the algorithm price. Um, the the RSI is at forty forty five, so it's slightly up. Their ex dividend date is May thirteenth. They don't give a great dividend though. It's uh well. Sorry, 3.35%. Let's look at FedEx. Um, uh, it's at FDX. Um, FedEx is 212. Uh, let's look at FedEx on the algorithm. Yeah. Um, this is one you would be in at 202. You're trading at 208. So. Again, stay with energy. Oh, real quick, Twitter, if you think it's going through at 54, it's at 47 right now. Remember how I said at 50, just wait for it to go back down to 47? It's at 47, uh, $48 in pre-market. Um, that deal probably will get done. Uh, uh, ACTV, uh, Activision. With Activision Blizzard. Activision. 
ATVI, sorry, ATVI. Why'd I put C there? ATVI. Um, I don't know why I put that there. Trading at $77 pre-market. Uh, let's just make sure pre-market. Yeah, $78, 7776 It's up slightly. Um, this is a $95 deal. Great opportunity. So again, kind of look at your opportunities. In my mind, I think you buy Oxy today before earnings. I think earnings, you know, again, whatever I think, the market has it priced in. But if they announce a special dividend, if they announce a buyback, um, you see what happened with Simon Properties. Let's see what happened, uh, what Simon Properties is opening up with because we're right at about 930 right now. Uh, Simon Properties is opening up at 122 from 118. Uh, again, a 5.75 um, dividend. Dividend date is 6.8, so you got time to get into this one. I, I, I don't think you're done. Don't buy an up, an up day. Wait for a down day. But giving you great ideas. Again, um, Oxy today. Uh, by the way, S... Um, uh, Uvixie and Xvixie, I think Svixie is going to be your play today, I think. Again, the VIX is down at 32, which is down 5%. So Xvixie should be up today, about 5%. Um, it doesn't always travel at the same amount that the VIX does. Oh, one that I wanted to bring up that I, I found out. Let me see. Is this the right one? Um, I don't know. VXM. There's a VXMT, which looks like, I don't know if it's tradable, um, but I, I got to look this up. NASDAQ uh, volatility. Let's look up NASDAQ volatility index. Let's see. Um, ETF. Uh, and then I get all the ads. You go back. Um, CVOV volatility, um, VXX, VIXY, uh, let's see, I guess there's a bunch of them, but ProTrust short-term volatility, yeah, this one was way up, Phew. buy-in on this one on the algorithm was April 25th at 2017. We're at 30. There's a nice, nice move for you. Uh, oh, by the way, Tesla under a thousand. You're you're up four percent today. Again, I let me see if Tesla's buying the algorithm. We're way up on the open. Um the, the S P is up 1.61. Again, this is just because you were so far down yesterday. So Tesla is not a buy in the algorithm, but Again, anything under a thousand in my mind, I think you know six months from now you're perfectly fine. Tesla announced a slowdown in Shanghai again. Uh, I think I've rambled on long enough. Probably going to be a forty minute one. But again, today I think Svixie is your play. Um, look at that one. You could do Uvixie because I think as far as we are up tomorrow today, we're going to be that far down tomorrow. So I think you know Uvixie, you could definitely do that one. D A C Z A Z I M are good. Apple, Microsoft, and Google, total buys, I think, at these levels. Amazon, I think you're still in for some hurt on Amazon. Um, NVIDIA, buy it. Let's see what NVIDIA's up. Um, let's look at NVIDIA. 
since we just did open. Uh, NVIDIA is at 175. God, you could have gotten it on 170. I think 170 was the point yesterday to buy it under. Um, but, you know, Peloton's at 12. God, you could have gotten Peloton at $9 about 30 minutes ago. Um, this one's just shooting up. Yeah. Trade it all the way down to 975. Oof. God. Um, upstart at 36. You have trading opportunities in this market. Um, SQQQ, which is the short. KOLD, which is um, the futures for uh, natural gas. That one has just been skyrocketing down, downward. Um, and, and again, it's, it's skyrocketing downward again. It, it shot up in the open from 820 to 980, and now it's at 920 uh, and falling. So... You're falling on this one. It's up 8.5% from yesterday. Um, it was way up yesterday uh, from $6 to 7 That's just because it was so far down uh, on Friday. But, God, you've got great opportunities in this market. Um, look at the market. Again, this is why you have cash on the sidelines. I'm seeing the arcs up 3 4%. Um, DraftKings up 6%, Square's up 5%. I mean, my portfolios, I, so far on the year, I am so far down. Um, let's see, I will tell you as of yesterday, let's look at that so I can tell you guys. Again, remember, the majority of my portfolio is buy and hold. And as I've stated, there are plenty of misses that I've done over the years. Um, where I've just missed, I, I bought and held and held too long. Yeah, I'm down 21% year to date. So 21% year to date is kind of where I'm at. But let me see, does it have the S&P investing? Let's see, year to date. Um, it doesn't have the S&P year to date. Um, I don't have it year to date listed here. So. I'm down 21%. So I think short term, I'm, I'm up on, on a large majority of my trades. But I'm telling you, trade this market. And if you want to buy Apple, if you want to buy Microsoft, completely at prices now that I think, you know, you could get better, but they're, they're quality name. Um, CrowdStrike's up 5%. Ethereum's up. E-T-H-E, 8%. Um, GBTC up 4%. Um, even my Proterra, which I probably should have sold at $7, but it's at $5. It's up 5%. Tesla's up. Um, let's see, Devon up 3%. So I'm up 13% on that one. Oxy, uh, is up 1%. Still under $60, guys. This is one that, in my mind, I think you're looking at 65 when the, when the, um, earnings come in. I've been wrong before. Again, you've got that one. Um, so you got ideas. Talk to you tomorrow.